Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Y'all Caught Up Podcast. Today, we are diving into one of my favorite topics, and that is the to-do list that I hate. Yes, I hate the concept of a to-do list, but I know it's a necessary evil. So today, I am sharing with you how to effectively use your to-do list so that you can run your list and not let your list run you. Let's get started. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the All Caught Up Podcast. I'm Kelly Hayes-Smith, productivity specialist and transformation coach. If you are a fempreneur who's ready to ditch the overwhelm, stop playing catch-up, and create a game plan to rock your biggest goals, well, you're in the right place. Each week, we'll be chatting work-life balance, productivity tips and strategies, and how to keep all the balls in the air without feeling like the whole world's spinning. Are you ready to put your feet on the floor? Let's get started. Y'all, to-do lists. I mean, this to me is such a hot button topic, which I feel like is so weird because I mean, they to-do lists seem so like normal. I have them and I hate them. I despise being controlled by a list. And I'm going to lay a truth bomb on you today. And this is from a productivity specialist While having a list may seem productive and checking those things off the list feels empowering, if you don't have purpose with your to-do list, it probably isn't helping your productivity and actually it may be hurting it. So let me just say this and then I'm going to break all this down about how to actually effectively use a to-do list. But the problem with a never-ending to-do list, it assumes we have never-ending time. And y'all, we don't. We don't have never-ending time. We have got to stop making to-do lists based on the unrealistic expectation of our time. And we've got to focus on what we're actually capable of doing and sustaining. Do not I'm going to say this again, do not let your list steal your life. Okay, that was heavy and I know that, but we get so caught up in all of these things that we have to do that we're not really talking about why we have to do all of these things. What is the purpose behind that? So let me put this into a little bit of perspective for you. If you have a list that's like pages long and I have clients who have a list or who started with me with a list that's pages long and everything running around in their head got put down on their list. Y'all, that's called a brain dump and brain dumps are powerful, but they are not your to-do list. So if you need to clear out the cobwebs in your head and you need to get something on paper, set a timer, five to 10 minutes and write it all down. But that's a brain dump. Do not keep that with you or carry that around as your to-do list. That doesn't get looked at on a daily basis. There are pieces and parts of that that may need to come off and onto a list, but that is not your to-do list. And it doesn't need to be like hung on your expectation for yourself to get it done immediately. 
So let's talk about what we can do to use a to-do list effectively and productively and actually not feel controlled by the list, not feel like we're always catching up, not feel like we're not finishing anything. Let's talk about it. When it comes to running a business and your home, you can actually break down this your list and your tasks in a more structured way. So you're going to have things on your list that you have to do daily. You're going to have things on your list that you're going to have to do weekly. You're going to have things on your list that have to get done by X date. You can, you're going to have things on your list that you want to get done. So those are like the want to get done list might be like rewriting your about me page on your website or organizing your silverware drawer. Whatever it is, there are some things that you want to do. Maybe you don't have to do. So we've got that list, right? And we, we've look, we're looking at it and these are the tasks that we have. But before you start organizing and trying to be productive, let's just get it out in the open and make sure that you know what you're doing, why you're doing it. So if you have a list of your to-do list and you have a thing about what, put the why behind that. What is the reason that you're actually doing that? Is it giving you a return on your investment? That's especially in business. Is it giving you a return on your investment? And that does not have to be an investment with money. That can absolutely be an investment with time. Does it give you a return on your investment? Make sure there's purpose behind what you're doing. And then, especially in those tasks that you're doing every day or every week, create a routine around them so that you're able to be consistent. And the most important part of your routine is that it's sustainable. Like, if you are going to, if you've got so much crap that you're trying to do that you're going to burn out in a week, it's not sustainable. It's not working. Come up with something else. So now you've got those routines around daily and weekly, da, da, da. So that can be like the chores you have to get done every day. We've talked about this on this podcast before. The chores you get done every day, the chores you get done every week, and then the tasks you do for your business every day and the tasks you do for your business every week. But after that, there are going to be those tasks like we talked about that have to be done by X date or that are pressing the things that have to get done this week or this day. And you need to make sure that in your routine that you do have a time block that you use for specific to-do list tasks for that day. Prioritize them. That, my friends, is the key. So if you have a list of stuff for the week, prioritize them by due date, by importance, and do them accordingly. Always, always, always know the priority. But after all of that's done, let's talk about that want to-do list. Let's revisit that last thing I talked about in the list of things that are on your current to-do list. That want to-do list, the about me page on your website, the silverware drawer, cleaning out your your closet, getting the garage cleaned out, All of those are want-tos and they're fabulous ideas, but if you don't freaking have time to do them, then don't do them over priorities. Your want-to-do list should be separated from your daily like structure. Your want-to-do list needs to be away where you're not seeing it all the time so you don't feel burdened with all of those things on the list. 
And then when you have specific time to go back and get that done, you can grab one. I keep mine on post-its <laughs> and away. And then when I have time, I grab a post-it rather than looking at a whole list because all of those things on my want to do list just seem daunting if I can't get them all done. And so I pick one at a time and pull that post-it up and do that when I have the time to do it. And I also, if I have a specific amount of time, say I have another hour and a half before the kids get home and I need to get it done. I need to have an hour and a half I want to spend. I don't want to start something that's going to take me three hours. Pick your task accordingly. Even on my regular weekly routine, I schedule, and if you've heard me talk very long, you know this is one of my tip-top productivity tips. That was a lot of word of tip. But anyway, I have a catch-up block booked every single Friday. So if I don't have a lot of things to catch up on, then I might have extra time then and I'll pull from my want-to-do list. But I also, this is a great thing to do on a random Saturday or Sunday afternoon when I've got some time or on a day that the kids decided to go home with the grandparents and I didn't have anything specific planned, whatever. That's a great time for my want-to-do list. But I don't have to let that list control me and make me feel overwhelmed. The key to your list is all about realistic expectations of yourself. Don't put more things on your list than you have time to accomplish. Know why you're doing what you're doing on your list. Know that it gives you a return on your time investment. And if it doesn't, move on to something else. There is absolutely a way to organize your day so that you run your list instead of your list running you. All right, y'all, that is how you can effectively use a to-do list. If you have any questions or comments on this episode, this is a conversation I have regularly in my Instagram DMs. So hop on over to at Kelly, K-E-L-L-I, Hayes Smith, and let's chat about it. Tell me what you think. Tell me what your list looks like. And let's get you narrowed down. I'll talk to y'all later. That's it, y'all. You're all caught up for the week. Make sure to subscribe so you can stay the same for next week. I'll talk to you soon.